0: There is a hell on Earth. It's inside these walls. Ah! <laughs> everything keeps getting worse and worse, and I haven't even done anything! Where the only dreams are nightmares. Ah! And the only escape is death. You've just lost your protection. Michelle is a desperate angel, oh. taking a one-way trip through a living hell. Because of your lies, I gotta spend three years in this stinking hell. Hey
1: everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD and I'm Randy, and today we checked out a little film from 1986 called The Naked Cage. That's right, Randy. We did. This
2: is a movie we should have watched a while ago, but we couldn't because we couldn't find it at the time. And now I own it. Now (laughs) I own it. One of his many pickups during one of those many sales.
1: And once again, we are not shills for Kino Larber, Shout, Arrow, or Vinegar Syndrome, which, by the way, has Hospital Massacre slash Schizoid in a (laughs) two-pack... And I have now officially bought
2: that as well. Put the following code in in your purchase. <laughs> get a few bucks off.
1: Actually, funny story I received an email from, say, from, not from them specifically, but from uh, people asking, wanting us to advertise. <laughs> it's like, no, no, okay.
2: We're not advertising, we're just pointing it out because it's easier to get a hold of these movies now than when we started this. And this is one of those movies where we couldn't find before, and now we're talking about... Even
1: through illicit means Mm -hmm. that could
2: have wound us up behind a naked cage. A literal naked cage in this case, because that's what this movie is about. It's a prison movie. No, 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 J.D. It's a women's... It's a woman
1: in... Sorry, it's a women in prison movie. It's a women's prison movie. It's a whip movie. Yeah, it's one of the... With every single trope you can find, the lesbian uh, prison warden... Yes. The rapist uh, security guard slash se- pimp. Mm-hmm. And the uh, undercover cop that undercover looks
2: like cop. a lich. And don't forget the random uh, breasts because why not? Every <laughs> other scene. It's a canon movie in the mid-80s, so of course you're going to get that.
1: And sexual assault.
2: Of course, this is before Cinemax made that stuff more popular. But this movie came out. It was It was in theaters, I guess, because it was 86. So, yeah. And uh, I don't, does it star anybody we know?
1: It's th- it has the guy briefly in it from Stalker.
2: Yeah, the guy from Stalker 2 is in it. I've no, he's s- Deathstalker 1. He's, I've seen him in a few things, but uh, I always forget his name, but I don't, re- I don't think I recognize anybody else.
1: So, because the movie doesn't
2: really make any of this clear throughout, what's the movie about, J.D.? The movie's about a woman who goes to prison because another woman seduced her husband into causing a bank. Heist. Heist. And she just coincidentally was there? She was there, but then her husband dies, and the two of them end up in jail because one of them lies and says she was involved, so now she's in prison. And that's that's the plot of
1: the movie, but as I had described it to JD ago, it's a bunch of
2: scenes. The thing is, after she gets put in prison, she doesn't have any, like, goals. She's not, like, saying, I'm going to prove my innocence. There's no
1: momentum in the movie. It just suddenly becomes... Here's a series of scenes, and then it's like... We have to make sure that every mm-hmm. third scene there's full frontal nudity, mm, or a stabbing of some kind, or a stabbing while they're naked. Because there's quite a
2: few of those, actually. Yeah, like, and the, nothing uh, too
1: graphic. There's and, there's a really
2: much in the way of a plot. In nothing the too titillating. It's just this is the setup, and then she just spends time in there, basically saying. Yeah, I'm here for three years, so I'm just going to tough it out for three years, I guess.
1: They basically came along and went, hey, remember those uh, scummy, trashy, campy, uh, was it in prison movies? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I right. said wizards in prison movies. Wizards in prison.
2: <laughs> that's um... Deathstalker 5.
1: I don't know if there's a lot of rape in that one, too. So, uh...
2: <laughs> there would be. Yeah, that's, like I said, it's one of those kind of movies. Only, of course, it's canon and it's the 80s. So expect 80s e stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, like
2: hairdos and blood
1: oh you mean you mean the fact that they're all perfectly coiffed with their 80s hair while they're in prison in their segregated prison with their 80s styled uniforms well the
2: thing that was really weird about that is that we couldn't figure out who the woman on the cover was because there was at least three different women look just like her it's bizarre <laughs> then... the same exact haircut the same exact face and like okay it's her no it's her what about the woman at the similar... beginning? Well, no, she's dead. No, no, she's back again. So it's all
1: her. similar facial features, and then don't get me started on all the blonde women who look the same. They all have the same up hair. They all have the same up hair, the same eye color, and the same facial yes, structure. Because one of the the
2: the woman that the warden was having sex with, we thought it was her friend. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was another woman who ended up getting killed and she had to get revenge on that woman.
1: But, 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 but wait. But, it's not the same woman as the one that was owing money to the uh, the gang for stuff because that's a fourth blonde woman that looks alike. Yeah. It's, like, very difficult to tell. Um, a lot and they, of the, and the they all look part. like the lead protagonist, Michelle, mm-hmm. with varying lengths of hair Yeah, and varying amounts of nudity. It but it's like, you good. can't really tell and even the warden kind of looks like that in the same camp but not really.
2: Yeah, because sometimes, most of the time you see her, she either has her hair down or she's dressed like the warden. Sometimes it's even hard to tell it's the same person. Or in a Dominatrix costume. It's sometimes hard to tell she's even the same person because of that. It's bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's our check being deposited from Kino Larber for a report promoting this
1: movie. Actually, Shout Factory was the (laughs) releaser of this one. So it's Shout. But um, Mm -hmm. actually, it's the the check from uh, Vinegar Syndrome saying. uh, That's for our next episode. Saying I owe them money for, for <laughs> them.
2: So, yeah. The movie is exactly what you think it is. If you've seen these movies before, you know what exactly what it is. Even if you haven't seen the movie and you know the stereotypes, you know what
1: this movie is. The movie was... Di- okay, so I, I I haven't done this in a while, but let me start reading about the cast and the crew. Like, the cast and crew. Go ahead. The freaking director wrote Chained Heat. Okay. Which is like one of the big, biggies oh, of fine. the women in prison movies from 83. So this movie was from directed by... yeah paul nicholas as well as writing it mm-hmm. uh starring Sherry Shattuck as michelle our our uh our good little girl mm-hmm. uh angel tompkins as diane the uh prison warden, mm-hmm. warden b- diane was the warden yes <laughs> um and christina whitaker as rita the one we always confused with Rhonda and with uh mm-hmm. sheila yeah
2: it's like I said. It's the names were hard to place the faces because they're everybody was dressed the same. They're always in the same shot, so it's really difficult sometimes to tell them apart.
1: Yeah. Also, there's a guy in here named John Turleski, which is Willie, who is also in death Stalker*. That's the
2: guy. Yeah. And a guy
1: playing Mister Smiley, Nick yeah. Benedict.
2: I think he was probably the most memorable character in the movie because of how scummy he
1: was. Yeah, he was a complete scumbag. He just, he walks into a room, sees a naked woman smoking up and goes, rape time. You know and what? then he drops he off his clothes and rapes her and then kills her. It's like, you
2: know what? I'm not talking about pimping. I'm talking about raping. That's literally every scene he's in. That's what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's like <laughs> he is a garbage,
2: garbage person. But it also ends up making it the most memorable character in the movie for that reason. Because like I said, everybody else kind of blurs together.
1: Yeah, the, everybody's kind of say. okay, so, fun fact, even though Chained Heat, which isn't a very good movie to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, is generally considered a better movie than this one, mm-hmm. but on IMDb, this one has the better rating of the women in prison movies.
2: Well, you also have to keep in mind that's the canon boost. Everybody has to get a canon boost. That's about uh, five points up, just for being canon. Though I don't really know because we haven't seen that movie, so I couldn't even compare it.
1: I don't really care to see that movie. Well, we've
2: technically seen it. (laughs) You just saw it right now. Uh, It's like these movies are a lot different, which I guess we'll go into, like I said, we said general impressions. Is It's that type of movie. So if you like that type of movie, you know what you're getting. If you don't, then you're not going to like the movie. Worldwide (laughs) gross
1: was Mm 3.2 million.
2: Yeah. Roughly. Feels like it wouldn't would have done
1: there's no real trivia for this other than that the ontario cut of the movie is shorter because they cut off some of the violence and and any point where drugs were being injected and that's about it
2: well you could probably get away with all of that because a lot of that stuff is kind of like superfluous a lot of it even like the nudity or the sex scenes are superfluous you could just cut away and wouldn't lose anything yeah there for because it's the 80s and you want that rating and you want to get people into the theaters to see that stuff.
1: And it's not a it's not a PG-13. This is no,
2: an R. No, there's no way this is PG-13. <laughs> there's way too much violence for that and really gruesome violence. Not graphic, uh, but gruesome.
1: I don't know. I found it fairly tame, but I might just be... Uh, putting
2: the glass in somebody's mouth and making them chew on it so they die. No, not them chew I mean, on that's... it. She
1: slapped them so it cut the inside of her mouth and throat and she bled to death. <laughs> but you didn't really see anything except some fake blood coming out of it. Well, that's
2: not the point. The point is the scene itself. But like I said... It's a little it's,
1: too realistic, is I think is what it's like. It's, it's, it it's, is. It's It's a little too imitatable.
2: Yes, because there's a lot of stabbing. A lot of it. <laughs> and a couple of gunshots near the end, but uh, not as violent as the stabbings. Oh, and an electrocution. Oh, that one. That one came out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming. But that was what the
1: movie was trying to transition into being a slasher?
2: Yeah, um, because there were several points where she was chasing around in dark corridors with a knife, and this time it was with a gun, but it was the same basic scene, although this time...
1: And she even had a slasher death where she gets, she shoots the bad guy... After, would you call it a, 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 a one last scare after she did her turn from being like, no, no, I'll do whatever you want to. I'm going to kill you. And then she gets pushed into kind the of, generator.
2: Kind of. It would have had to been after, like, the, the pneuma and, like, the credits are about to roll. Then she pops out of the
1: bushes and she's going to... Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. We'll the, the, okay, so she gets out of prison now because she's been cleared. Mm-hmm. And she's driving home in her Toyota. yeah In her nice Toyota. She's a nice rural girl. She's driving home in her Toyota uh and she gets home and to me first thing she does is she jumps on her black horse and she rides and she swings her hair in the sun and she is free freeze flame frame
2: freeze frame and that's the end of the movie yeah which is where not quite where it started but uh sort of where it started because as i said the beginning is a bit confusing with how they have to set everything up with why her husband is with this woman who then Turns on if you didn't know the, the movie, boat. if you
1: didn't know the plot, you would think it was going to be a Bonnie and Clyde type of thing.
2: Yeah, until... And then
1: suddenly it's not.
2: <laughs> until it's not. But yeah, um... I guess we might as well go into highlights, right? So what did you think were the highlight of the naked cage? Is that there were naked cages in the movie?
1: I was going to say that the, uh that that the sherry shatok who played michelle did a pretty good job of playing um i want to say well she was a a rural farm girl Mm -hmm. she did a pretty good job of hiding her vulnerability while she was in prison like i like Mm -hmm. that there she did a very good job of acting out that's like i'm trying to play tufts to protect myself yeah her but, and the
2: guy who did Smiley, I think, were the most convincing in the movie.
1: Yeah, like the, probably the best, better of the two actors in the movie.
2: Yeah, those ones I, I thought would, did a really good job. Everybody else, is, like I said, they blend in together. Yeah, so because
1: when, when Smiley comes on screen, it's like, no, this guy's a scumbag. He, he is oozing scumbagginess yeah. off of it. He's he... watching the warden through a uh, keyhole <laughs> while she's uh, being dominated by one of her uh, inmates. Yep. Like I said,
2: everybody else though, just kind of blends together, but those two at least... And then, he, and, and, and then
1: that got him so horny that he went out and he raped somebody.
2: Yeah. He did, tried to do that a few times, but it uh, didn't end well for him. <laughs> it was a pretty gruesome death scene, too. But, uh, yeah, I would agree. Like I said, uh, those two performances... Some of the performances,
1: yeah. The, the highlights of movies were very much the performances. Mm-hmm.
2: And the, uh, the way they portrayed the violence was pretty good, too, for a mid-'80s movie like I said yeah, not it, too it, over it, the top
1: it wasn't too over the top it was kind of realistic like you, you could see this as stuff that actually would have happened in a prison like you wince
2: like when they nailed the screwdriver into her hand like stuff that, like that. was a
1: surprise it just suddenly it was like oh I'm talking and oh my god I have a screwdriver in my hand pull it out I don't yeah. want to pull it out
2: yeah that's like I said that uh, that kind of stuff was really well done
1: or or her, af- her hiding mm-hmm. a, a large metal disk in her now wrapped hand to protect herself yeah. And which he would later use to beat the crap out of the guard as he tries to rape her in solitary. Yeah, like I said, stuff like that played off really well.
2: Hey, I bet you just haven't
1: heard it say rape this much since uh, <laughs> a Death Wish movie, but there's a lot of it in it.
2: Actually, there's just more in it than a Death Wish movie. But uh, I guess we'll just go right into, into the lights of the movie. It would probably be how it's fairly plotless for most of it. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out where we're supposed to be going. Especially right after we get into prison and we're just learning things and meeting characters it, it doing things. It
1: strangely became a slice of life prison movie. Yeah, because it took us a while to realize, oh,
2: that guy's the guard. I thought he was like coming from, from outside because it wasn't really established well until it,
1: after that. And it's like, it's it wasn't until Rita made her reappearance in the movie about halfway through to become the ultimate bad guy in the film. We thought she was dead. Yeah, that... That we find out then it's like, oh, it was her words that got her put behind bars, yeah, because, even though she was innocent.
2: Because there was nobody, nobody mentioned anything about her. So we just figured, she oh, she's she the husband. She
1: never said that she was innocent. It's like, it was just like, oh, okay, no, it's like, we, you can kind of take away that she's, she was, there, it was a mistaken identity type of thing of just simply.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have, you could have. That's her that husband.
1: And, and, and she had coincidentally been there at the same time. So it's like an argument could be made beyond mm. reasonable that, that to put a not even with reasonable doubt saying that she was involved hmm.
2: but like i said it doesn't really help the like is it the pace when like after that point you don't really know what the goal is like what is she trying to do because she doesn't really have one until all of a sudden she's the other one's back in the movie and now causing problems oh so now she has to stop her
1: so yeah like, now she's protecting herself but still that doesn't change as much from being a sort really. life not really it movie. doesn't
2: really change that much after that point though at least like I said there's a something to focus on so there's there's
1: at least that it's like there's no growth there's no, no. degeneration. it's just it just kind of happens it's like either like this type of movie either the person's gonna come out changed and at the end we don't see her coming out up changed
2: no it was mostly just she endured and now she's free that's yeah pretty much it
1: that's pretty much it hmm. so and she was just going to endure it she was just gonna sp- quietly spend her time until she got stabbed in the freaking hand with a screwdriver
2: and then things really rapidly went downhill after that point with a lot of stabbings a lot of smotherings uh, beatings a couple of shootings yeah a lot of death a lot of a death. riot oh yeah the riot at the end and then the slasher electrocution which was that Becky out of nowhere but you know what it's welcome I'm, I'm fine with that three out of five that's what I was gonna give it a three out of five
1: yeah, it's like, it's, it's an interesting
2: enough film. Uh, if you were, like, watching it like this on late at night, like, you know, when you're just, like, watching those movies, it would probably be enough just to say, you know what, I'll watch this one to the end. Why not?
1: It's just, yeah, it's 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 not um, like a lot of these movies were, which was just porno with plot. No, not this, really. This one is it's just like, okay, no, it's like, we have to have titillation in here, but it wasn't very titillating. Because it's a
2: mid-80s movie and they want to get people in the theater. Yeah, R rated movie. So that it's like I said, you could take that stuff out of it, and there's very much to begin with, and it wouldn't change the movie much.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could take or add to this movie, and it would probably be a better film. Probably. So like I said, it just it gets by on
2: what it is. It's like it doesn't pretend to be anything else, and it's fine enough at it. So yeah, I'd give it a three out of five. And like I said, if you like these sorts of movies, and uh, you have probably seen this one because it is well known for people who like the cider stuff, but if you haven't, might as well.
1: Yeah, really. it has a 5.2 on IMDB and Chained Heat has a five. Yeah, and if you like Chained Heat, well, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> Maybe not? I, don't, I know. don't know.
2: I don't know. But yeah, I guess that's all we gotta say about this one, right? So, um there's no there's no trivia for this one or anything. So No,
1: IMDB has let me down like usual, and there's no trivia. So
2: I guess we'll just end it here, and we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise through the Canon catalog,
1: everybody. Goodbye. And good night.
0: We're Canon Films and we're Dynamite. Because of your lies, I gotta spend three years in this stinking hellhole. But even good girls grow up fast in the Naked Cage.
1: I want five minutes alone
0: with Michelle. You'll get your five minutes. There's nowhere to run, no place to hide. Once the iron bars trap you inside. I think I'll have
1: the guts to kill you.
0: A naked cage.